This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Dave Vanessa, and welcome to another show of Fighting Stigma. So this week I want to have a chat all about distress intolerance, because uh, it was one of the, a handout that I was managing to find. I was trying to find something to talk about around when we're finding it hard to deal with our emotions, when we're finding it hard to just deal with the stress of life, because let's be honest, there is a lot of stress going around, and it'd be really nice to have some tools to kind of recognise the things we can do and how we can do it, and hopefully um, the information I can share today gives you a little bit of a help for when we're feeling like the, the, the stress we're under is intolerable and we're just not able to cope with it and what we can do to kind of manage that. But before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offered in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. So don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something that'd be really helpful for myself, for someone else you know. I do play that ad again at the end of the show, so just stick around and listen to everything else we're talking about, and you'll be able to grab those details. Okay, so, distress intolerance. So, it's one of those things where, if you haven't heard the term before, you'd be like, hey, Vanessa, what are you talking about? And... So what I'm going to be talking about is from a handout that is from the Centre for Clinical Intervention website. So their website is cci.health.wa.gov.au. So it's an Australian website and it's just wonderful. It's under self-help 
tools, I think it's called self-help resources, um, and they just have lots of free resources that you can use, and there's a whole lot of handouts that have just really great information on them. So the one I want to talk about today is what, so it's, what is distress intolerance? So what is distress intolerance? All humans experience a range of emotions. Some emotions may be comfortable to us, and others may be uncomfortable. There are varying types of emotions that people find distressing. These include the sad. This group includes emotions that reflect sadness at varying degrees of intensity. This includes emotions such as disappointment, hurt, despair, guilt, shame, sadness, depression, grief, and misery. The mad. This group includes emotions that reflect anger at various degrees of intensity. This includes feelings such as irritation, agitation, frustration, disgust, jealousy, anger, rage, and hatred. The scared. This group includes emotions that reflect fear at varying degrees of intensity. This includes feelings such as nervousness, anxiety, dread, fear, panic, or terror. Now, most people dislike feeling uncomfortable, and so when we experience emotional discomfort, we may evaluate it negatively. So if you're feeling any of the ones that we've just talked about, quite likely you've been, this is not a good idea, this is not great, this is not what I want to be experiencing. So below are some of the common beliefs that people might have when they start experiencing any one of these negative emotions we just talked about. So these are just sort of, these are beliefs or thoughts that you might have. So it might be, I can't stand this. I hate feeling this way. Take it away. I will lose control. I'll go crazy. It's bad to feel this way. It's unbearable. I must stop this feeling. I can't cope with this feeling. It's weak to feel this way. This feeling will go on forever. It's wrong to feel this way. Do any of those, do you recognize yourself in any of those when we think about experiencing any one of those emotions? So, so like the sad, the mad, or the scared. So it's obviously, I really like that because it kind of sums them up into groups where there's like the varying intensities, right? So we're not just talking about just depression. We're not talking about just anger. There's all those degrees, right? So the more strongly we hold any of these beliefs about our emotions, the more bothered we will be by our emotions. And the more we will want to get rid of them. Our level of tolerance towards emotions is based on how much we fear emotions, how unpleasant they feel to us, and how unbearable they seem, and how much we want to get away from emotions, rather than the intensity of the emotions themselves. And that's a really big thing. So it's we feel like we need to get away from the emotions themselves, as opposed to we recognize we're not able to deal with the intensity of the emotions. We just summarize it as all the way across, like just we ha- cannot have those emotions. It's too much. We can't do it. As opposed to when I experience emotions at this level of intensity, I find it really hard to deal with. And these are some skills I can do. Like we have the belief that it's just not tenable. We can't deal with it. It's too much. All right. So distress intolerance is when someone believes they're unable to cope with their uncomfortable emotions and tries to escape or avoid them. So how does distress intolerance develop? It is likely a combination of biological and environmental factors that lead to some people to have more to be more intolerant of emotional distress than others. There are some suggestions that 
People are biologically more sensitive to negative emotions, experiencing negative emotions more easily at a higher rate, level of intensity and for a longer duration than other people. This means that some people experience negative emotions as more painful and hence have a greater difficulty coping with the experience. It is likely that our experiences grow, our experiences growing up through childhood and adolescent and through adult life may shape how we deal with emotions. Some people may not have had, been shown ways to tolerate emotional discomfort appropriately. For example, being punished for expressing normal emotions like crying when they were, when they were sad. Others may have only been shown unhelpful ways of dealing with their emotions, such as seeing a loved one use alcohol to deal with their own emotions. And that can be a really big thing, isn't it? So if we haven't got it role modelled, we haven't been taught, hey, it's okay to have these emotions, it's okay to have this degree of emotions, this intensity, and this is what you can do to look after yourself and how you can express it in a safe and appropriate way, you won't learn how to deal with it. And so that's all through childhood, adolescence, adulthood, right? It's like when we don't have that experience, we don't know how to deal with it. How, you can't, how do you deal with it if you haven't had the experience or been taught how to do it, right? So the problem with distress intolerance, it makes a lot of sense to try and get away from things that feel unpleasant. This strategy seems to work for other things that make us uncomfortable. E.g., right, like if it's hot, it's heat, cold, pain or hunger. So if you're really hungry, you try and change that, right? If you're in pain, you try and change that. If it's really hot or it's really cold, you try and do something about it. You get away from it. You change that, right? Unfortunately, when we apply the same strategy to our emotions, it seems to backfire. There may, the more we fear, struggle with, the more we fear, the more we struggle with, and try to avoid any form of distress, generally the worse that distress gets. Our fear and avoidance of the distress actually amplifies the distress. Now, how that's so true, right? Like, I, when you're trying to not think about the emotional, the thing that's causing the emotion, and so you just try to push it down, that whole bottling it up thing, we know it does not work, right? Like, you might not be experiencing it right now, but it's going to come back to bite you, right? So what can be done to help? So instead of fearing and fighting uncomfortable emotions and desperately trying to get rid of them, it is possible to learn to sit with and tolerate emotional distress, such, such that we learn the emotional past and that we can cope. This will involve identifying and challenging beliefs we hold about emotions and learning to balance tolerating emotional discomfort when it does arise with taking action to improve our emotional experiences i.e. doing things so you have positive emotions. So or so when you're experiencing negative emotions, you don't have a tr- truly negative experience of it. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a, a song, and when I come back, I'm going to hopefully be able to share a few ideas of some of the things we can do to start us on that journey of dealing with kind of changing our beliefs around emotions and negative emotions and kind of like how what actions we can take because I know for me one of the things that's really hard is when I hear about these things it's like oh, okay yeah that that fits for me I don't don't allow myself to sit and feel my emotions they're too distressing I try and hide from them and then it's like well that's really great to recognize that's not a good thing what do I do now <laughs> like I need I need a thing <laughs> like I need something to action it so hopefully I'll be able to give you a few ideas but first I'm going to play us a song so while you're listening to this wonderful song from Sound the Ocean have a think like how do you find emotions like negative emotions especially so when you're feeling those mad glad, those mad sad angry 
what was there? So sad, mad, and scared. Like any of those options, any of those kind of combinations within there, how do you deal with it? Are you someone who, like, you can get really angry, you can get really fearful, you can get really scared, and you're just like, okay, so this is what's going on, I need to look after myself, I need to go away and take some time, or are you someone who pushes it down or runs away from it or hides out? So what, how do you deal with intense negative emotion? And so have a think about that while you're listening to Sound the Ocean Spring here on the Finding Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. of dreaming hiding from the shadows let me down they always let me down fleeting hints of daylight never ending evenings let me down they always let me down but a song begins with a kiss from the sun
back to the Fighting Stigma show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm Vanessa, and today we're talking about distress intolerance. So before that awesome song from Sound the Ocean, I said, have a think about, like, how do you deal with emotion? Like, when you have intense emotion, negative emotion, how do you deal with it? Do you deal with it? Do you run away and hide? Do you just, like... Avoid it. Um, what I'm going to do is just give you a few ideas that um, CCI, so Centre for the Clinical Intervention, suggests. Now, this is actually, I've picked a few different things out of their workbooks called Facing Your Feelings. So it's actually, if you go to CCI and you look under resources and looking under yourself and then tolerating distress, there's a workbook and it's all around facing your feelings. So it's all about overcoming distress intolerance. And so it's all about this information package is designed to provide you with some information about distress intolerance and suggested strategies for managing distressing or uncomfortable feelings more effectively. So it's all about just going through and working through yourself. So this is going to be like just a few tidbits from that because obviously we don't have very much time in the Fighting Stigma show. I just want to give you, I don't want to leave you today with just the feelings of, oh yeah, I find that really hard. It makes my life miserable. Thanks, Vanessa. Um, So I want to give you some ideas. So the first step is accepting distress. Right, So that sounds like, what are you talking about? This is not okay. I don't want to accept it. It's distressing, Vanessa. Why would I accept that? But actually, it's that real thing of actually it's all based on our beliefs. So our emotions, they're not good, bad, or ugly. Like Their emotions are emotions. But it's actually, how do we, what is our belief about it? Like what is our, What do we think is happening, right? So the first step in accepting... The first step to accepting distress is to start seeing your feelings and emotional experiences in a new light. So emotional discomfort is very normal. It's a very normal human universal experience, a universal human experience. So negative emotions such as sadness, anger, and fear are just part of being human. These emotions are not just common and normal. They are okay. They're actually important to us as well. So, for example, fear, being fearful can be extremely important to our survival. Obviously, when you're fearful, it can kick in like some adrenaline. And if it kicks in at the right time, like when you're starting to cross the road and you realize this car hasn't noticed you, it's not going to stop. Being scared or being fearful is really appropriate because actually you're in danger. But also it, it kicks off that fight or flight syndrome. It kicks off like some adrenaline. You start running. You can get out of the way, right? Like it's totally appropriate. But it's actually when it's not that it's actually a bit of a thing, right? So it's all about facing your feelings. So it's about reminding yourself that your emotions are not permanent. So you might want to start considering that your emotions are changing experiences that are always fluctuating but eventually pass. Now, I don't know about you, but I know that that can be really, like I can understand that like intellectually, like I can understand that in my mind, but the the feeling of it, and when I'm in the emotion, it just feels like it's all or nothing, like it's all completely it. Because that's one of my beliefs, that it's like emotion, strong emotion is hard to deal with, right? So when we're talking about accepting the distressing feeling, like the, the, the emotion, firstly, let's consider what the effect is of urgently needing to get rid of your distress, Because once you work through these modules, you work out that actually trying to get rid of your distress just makes it worse, right? And the alternate alternative is trying to like rid yourself of your distress. So the alternate alternative to trying to rid yourself of your distress, maybe adopting an attitude of willing acceptance of the distress. So it's and they're using the term distress here, but it's like willing acceptance of experiencing your emotion. 
Now, they use the term distress because generally when we're in these negative emotions, we feel distressed, right? When you're truly sad, when you're truly grief-stricken, when you're fearful, when you're super angry, like you are in distress. Like it is actually quite an appropriate term. It is just, it's quite often, it's quite evocative to us. Like it makes us feel like, oh, I do not want to be in distress. Like I feel something, this is not okay, right? So it's about working out how to find some acceptance with that is the very first step, right? So accepting distress is not about having to like the emotional discomfort or even just being resigned to feeling miserable or wallowing in the negative emotions. Instead, accepting distress is about seeing the negative emotion for what it is and for changing how you pay attention to the emotion. So reacting in an accepting way towards your emotion often changes the effect that emotion has on you. Now, I can totally get behind this. I've done this. This has been some big work I've done with my um, counsellor is that actually just accepting and allowing the emotion when it comes up. And it's one of those things that it's really hard to do. It's kind of, I, I likened it to learning to ride a bicycle, like knowing balance, like having balance, right? If you've never riv- driven, ridden a bicycle before, you may not be able to like understand what people talk about balance when you're riding a bike, right? Because until you've experienced that sensation, It's not really like anything else. I guess it's somewhat similar to being on roller skates or anything like that. Though I can ride a bicycle, I can't use roller skates. (laughs) Um, But it's that idea of that sensation of balance, right? Being able to accept my emotions and the distress that I feel when some of the emotions are really intense was definitely a learning experience and allowing myself to experience them. And that was seriously the biggest biggest step is just allowing myself to feel it and that actually start counteracting those beliefs that I had around when I had really strong negative emotions it means something really really bad's going to happen and it was about working through a process of working out kind of what what were those emotions telling me do I need to make an action and if you're able to get in and go through these workbooks on Center for Clinical Intervention on facing your feelings there is so much stuff in there about like working through and working out some of the ways. What I might do is next week on Fighting Stigma Show, I might share a few more of the ideas of things you can do to kind of help because we don't really have a lot of time left today. But I just wanted to leave you with that whole idea of it's okay to feel overwhelmed by your emotions because actually having really strong emotions is just part of being human. But actually you don't have to live like that. It doesn't have to be the all or nothing for us. And I know a lot of us have that kind of all or nothing or this is just the way it is. But actually, there are different ways of doing stuff. It just can take some time, can really take some work with other people. And so that's what I want to leave you with right now, is I want to give you a series of support lines, so that if you are in that distress space, if you are feeling overwhelmed, you are not having, you're not finding like your brain's away helping you work out how to deal with stuff, and you need to talk it over with someone, and you don't have someone around you right now, you'll have an idea of who to reach out to and have a chat to. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk, 1737. It's a free call or text service, and it's available 24-7, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor, and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text, 1737. 
The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health, and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. So that's all we have time for today. But before I go, I just want to have a quick word. Um, Presco is doing a really amazing online free web series called for the wellbeing series for people who um, have either lost their jobs or are having difficulty finding their jobs through COVID. Um, so you can go to the website www.presco.com 
www.ngzmedia.co.nz and look under their free courses. And it's really amazing. But that's all we've got time for today. So from us here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.